Let's try this again. I see things a little different. I am this little chemical. I was just talking, and for some reason, it didn't record. So I was probably like 10 minutes into the review already. So um, this was already going to be like a short review anyway. So it's straight, straight to the point. Drink of water. Um, but like, I'm just going to get my quick thoughts. I mean, by, by the time you guys hear this, I'm sure you guys will have heard a billion different reviews. And I, I want everyone that even likes comic book movies to if even if you li listen to reviews and it's like how you just enjoy television now or youtube or whatever it is you want to say you watch my suggestion about this especially with this being so divisive already this is the most anticipated director's cut in the history of film without a doubt i would encourage you to watch the movie a couple of times at your own pace and pace excuse me and Come up with your own conclusion. Like, no one... Like, I was reading a couple of reviews, right? And I was more interested because I was reading these reviews because these are people who were already down on Snyder's vision from the beginning. They still hate the movie. I And here's the thing. If you are with Zack Snyder in this film already, you're probably going to like this film. If you didn't like it, his stuff already, you're not going to like this film. Bottom line. Do I think it will turn a few people? I think it will turn some people that did like his stuff a little off because of the length of it, not because of the content. But I do think it will turn some people who thought it was just hype. I do think it will turn... I, I, don't, I don't know how many people will turn both ways, but it will turn some people. You know, like I said, the length is probably the, the one thing that will turn people off is because you're investing a lot of time in a movie without knowing... If you'll ever see a true conclusion to that movie. And to me, that's why I have to give this thing a 9 out of 10. I've watched it twice by now. I will watch it a third time. Um, sometime this weekend. Because as I record this, this is the 19th. Yes, I actually, what happened was. How I watched it twice already. I felt, I, I fell asleep really early Thursday. I got off work. Fell asleep really early Thursday. And I woke up at 2. I wasn't even thinking about the Snyder Cut. Until... I got a message from uh, one of my homies on the East Coast. And he was like, yo, this shit is tight. And I was like, what are you talking about? So it's not because, like, oh, I guess it is out. And I tried to go back to sleep first and it didn't work. So I was doing it for like an hour. Finally, I said, you know what? I'm just going to watch the damn movie. So I did. And then I just watched it today uh, before I came on to record as I'm recording for next Wednesday's show. Because what I'm probably going to do this weekend is watch the Falcon Winter Soldier a couple of times and record that for the following Wednesday. But I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. The reason I give it a 9 out of 10 is because... Let me check up see if I'm recording. I'm still recording. Good. You don't know if you're going to see... Do, I don't. I have to give it a 9 out of 10 because I don't know if we're going to get the payoff to this. The nightmare scene is completely badass. The way it ends is perfect. To me, it is the ending of Infinity War. Except it's a little scarier because... The bad hasn't hit yet. Darkseid has not invaded yet. And if any, where Thanos was invading. Like, this is these have just been dreams that Batman has that he knows is coming. But, like, we haven't seen Superman go dark yet. We have not seen a death of Lois Lane yet. So, that's the reason. I Do I think we're going to get... I do think we're going to get another four-hour movie in maybe a, a year or two. I say two years. On HBO Max. 
I do believe it will be a four-hour conclusion to the film. Um, and that's cool. And but as of right now, because of how un- how uh, unknown it is, I have to give it nine out of ten. But let's get let's get to the good stuff. Let's get right to it. So to me, every character gets the, the character development they deserve. So any complaints you may have by it, I just don't think they they exist. To me, I think Aquaman is the is the utility player here. He's uh, for those of you who know sports, he does special teams, defense, and offense. Like he literally starts the movie off with Batman talking to Bruce Wayne. He then has to go through his whole childhood tribulations dealing with Mira after Steppenwolf takes the, the mother box from Atlantis. He then he also talks to William Defoe's character. Like he literally goes through a gambit. And you see him in these different scenes with everybody. You know, I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think in my memory. There's a scene where, like, you just have Batman and Cyborg talking alone. You have that with Aquaman. He's talking to Bruce Wayne alone. He's talking to um, Wonder Woman alone. He has a, a conversation with the Flash alone. Like, to me, he, he he's kind of the thing that actually he's connecting to all of them. Cyborg, Zack Snyder was right, is the hardest film. You see his mother pass away. You see the scenes where he's a genius and he's uh, the football uh, star and... You see the the broken relationship with him and his father, and it's and great great line here from Jesse Terrio, uh, who wrote the script, um, "Father Twice Over," when Silas says to him, "I brought you into this earth and I brought you back. I'm a father twice over." He did. He gave him life twice, essentially. Um, and speaking of cyborg, staying on him for a second, then we'll get back to Aquaman in a second. Um, I should have said that about Aquaman before, but. Uh, cyborg like you see him go from not liking these gifts to embracing these gifts you see him like randomly see this woman and, she, and her struggles and like you see him like create this money and her and her bank account's eleven dollars he makes it a hundred thousand dollars and you see he, you see him smiling but you see him realizing what he can do with these gifts even though they're still a burden he can still see you can still see him do things with these gifts and you see him embrace being this hero um, I love the f- the flight situation. Remind me of the Man Steel flight part. It wasn't as clumsy as Superman was, because he's he's super intelligent and all other stuff. So he's like seeing everything. He's seeing everything as it happens. Um, but to me, Cyborg was clearly the hardness. So if you're not a Cyborg fan, you probably won't care about this. But the good thing is, the Cyborg and Flash stuff doesn't happen until like the third or fourth chapter like you see them in the later part of the film that's when you start seeing everything really the first part of the film is more about the amazons wonder woman batman uh aquaman kind of coming to grips with what's about to come here in steppenwolf let's get back to aquaman in a second you because he he is the utility player you fight like you remember how he just showed up in whedon's cut and i'm not this is not to bury whedon's cut at all we already know it's a bad movie but we're gonna move past that um you see where how he got the trident. You see Will Defoe say, "Hey, you need to do this. This is your responsibility." And he throws the trident on the, on the ground, and that's how he gets the trident. You see all this. All, everything's explained in this thing. Let's hit uh, Steppenwolf next. Steppenwolf, you understand the motivation. You finally, it's not just mother's calling. You know, it's not just that. You see the motivation. Like he went for the throne of Darkseid, and the side was like, "You went for the throne, dude, and you effed up." 
and he's like, I know I messed up. And then uh, decides that you sold Darkseid 50,000 worlds. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's a hell of a debt. 50,000 worlds. Um, but he had to start with Earth, which is not an easy, easy one because he thought there was no Kryptonians or no protectors, you know? Um, but you see his motivation for helping. He He's out the house. He got kicked out the house. He's trying to get back in. He's been living on the streets. You know, so that's his motivation. Like he's he, a lot, a lot more layers to. I love the decide. I love the side is how the side is. I'm not gonna say. Com- I guess comic book accurate is the best way to put it. But I mean, he's true to like one. He's low to dark side, but he's also also cool with calling dark side out. He's like, hey, I told you, he was gonna mess up, and dark side said, yes, you did. But did he really mess up? Because the mother box is connected in the end. Also, he's the one who found the anti life equation on Earth. Dark side didn't even know it was there. So, like, he still did his job, you know. So, I thought he did a great job. The dark side looks completely badass. I love the fight scene of him trying to take Earth before and everyone coming together. Um, the lantern. You only seen one lantern, which he looks like Kilowog, but I don't think it was Kilowog. Because uh, dark side kills him in this one. Whatever lantern it was, he kills that lantern. Um, but... You see them all come together and have this fight with him. It was a pretty epic fight, but you see Darkseid lose. And you see Darkseid being a true leader. He's like, well, I, I know I just can't go try to take over Earth. I'm going to resistance. And, his, and him coming out might bring out the Amazons, might bring out the Atlanteans. So it'll be a tougher fight than anticipated. So he wants to take over when he can. He wants for them to make a mistake. They're good guys. Um, you get a lot more of the Amazons in this. You know, um, and going back to Cyborg in a second, like when he connects to the mother box in the end, I'm going to the whole ending sequence. So, matter of fact, let's just skip that. We'll go, we'll just talk about more characters. Every scene with the Flash is badass. Every time he uses his powers, it's super cool. The way it was done, it's perfect. Essentially, he does Flashpoint twice. Essentially, he does. Um, I love the scene with him and Iris West. He was a little perverted. This, this chick's in the air about to die. He's like crushing her hair. It's like, that's a little weird, Barry. But you know what? She's a pretty little thing. I might let it go because he was, he was in such badass scenes. But I thought his scenes were super important too, to get to know his motivations for being a hero, you know, and not just having these powers and just not being in and out of banks, you know. Even though we know the character, the Flash. I'm just saying for the casual fan. Uh, Wonder Woman. I love that it wasn't just harped on about her just being out of touch and not wanting to be a leader. She she was very much a, a co-leader with Batman. That, that one scene where she's like, hey, you take Barry out, I'll take the cyborg. Like, that was freaking cool, you know, to see that they just didn't essentially, I don't want to say dumb her down, but scare her down. I guess the best term for that. Uh, Batman, that was the right amount of Batman in this. Uh, he spoke when he needed to speak, but at the same time, he, he mainly just listened. Like, you hear him like, asking about mother boxes, and you see him just kind of listening, hearing what other people have to say. He's still leading, but he's still, like... Say, hey, I know, and he says this to Alfred at one point in time, I spent so much time tearing us apart, I need to bring us together. And it was just my route. Alfred there too. You, you need, Jimmy Irons is such a good Alfred. Um, and Superman, there was enough of him. I mean, we knew he was only going to be in like the last hour or so because he was dead. So, of course. Um, obviously, the big reveal was Martian Manhunter. He showed up twice, uh, pretending to be Martha Kent at one point in time, um, which was a cool scene. Um, the very last thing when he's talking to Batman, I th- and he introduces himself to let him know, hey, I'm here as well, is, is another cool scene. Um, but let's just get right into it. To me, the film is stellar. 
the four-hour runtime does not bother me. Like, I can sit here and watch four-hour documentaries, listen to four-hour podcasts. I used to love when something to wrestle podcast with Bruce Pritchard. I used to love those four-hour podcasts. I, I love longer is better for me. You can say it has a lot more flaws or it's, it's, it, you're able to make a lot more flaws. That's cool. I love long, you know, and that's just that's just me. Um, but to me, this needed to be a four-hour film because of how um, much they needed to get in. Um, I thought the fight scenes were stellar. I love the darker tone. I've always said DC Comics is better in the gray area between dark and dark meeting the light. Um, I, I still feel the same way. Um, what else? What else? Let's just get to the last scene. So, essentially, the mother boxes connect. And you see the world about to implode and dark side, because the, the dark side, the portal of dark side's world opens and it's about to take over. And Barry, and by the way, the soundtrack, when Barry hits the second flashpoint, the most important flashpoint, is badass. And he put, the way he puts his hand up and like, you see him take full control was awesome. And you see him rebuilding as he's, he's messing with time. He knows it, but you see him rebuilding. You hear him talking to himself about his dad. He's like, dad, I was one of the best, you know, to me, that's, I don't know if it's the best scene in the movie. I, I don't think I've gotten that for you. I need to watch it at least once or twice. I want to get my favorite scene in the movie, but it's going to be top three for me for sure. Right now. Um, I thought the final scene with Steppenwolf was 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 good. It was it was more than just them taking over. Like they like it wasn't like he was dominating them either. But it was like they were on the defensive trying to protect Victor. And it was like we need that's gonna happen when you're constantly on the on the defense, you know. And you don't have everyone full strength. Um, I thought the soundtrack was very interesting throughout the entire movie. But to me, the best part of the soundtrack came during Flashpoint. Um, I did love. How Superman came down. Now, I will say this about the Wheaton cut. The part where he says, I'm a big fan of Justice when he like makes his debut or whatever. Like, I thought that was a kind of cool way to do it, even though you, you, you see the bad CGI on the mustache. This one was just as cool, too, when he said, I'm not impressed. And, you know, he kind of blew up his uh, freaking... Uh, he, he fucked Steppenwolf up. <laughs> he fucked him up. Um, that, was, that was cool. I also like the whole head-cutting off thing. Um, and then you see Darkseid just completely crushes his, his, his head when he, when he, his head goes through the boom tube and you see the stare down between the two. Um, that was, that was a pretty cool thing. I did like how it ended with the nightmare scene. And also the added in the epilogue, cause the epilogue is about 20 minutes long. They, they start with Deathstroke and Lex Luthor making team injustice, right? Um, which, and it's a little bit different dialogue than the one you've seen in the Whedon cut. Um, but you go from there to the nightmare scene, and you see this motley crew of the Flash, who, by the way, if you recognize, like, if you look at BVS, you see Flash with, like, a, a helmet on. You see him in that outfit in the nightmare scene. You have Flash, you have Mira, you have Cyborg, you have Deathstroke, Batman, and, of course, you have the wild card always of Joker. Um, Mira and Batman have, like, a face-to-face -face about him not loving anybody and she's pissed because she, you know, because Darkseid killed her husband. Um, essentially, or Superman did. Um, but obviously with Darkseid's assist. Um, you see Dark, you see an older Deathstroke saying, where do we do? What are we going to do? Uh, Cyborg is more paranoid because, like, hey, we can't be out too long. He will find us. Um, 
And then you have Joker and Batman facing off for really the first time. Like, it's the second time in the DCEU you say that you see them in the same uh, scene. But this is the first face-off where Joker's calling him Bruce. He's saying, you won't kill me. I'm your best friend. It's a very intense scene. And it's one of those things where Joker has a couple of good lines. One of the lines is, I'm your best friend. But more importantly, the other line is, you need me to help you undo what you've just done. And how many times have you messed with the multiverse? You know, and the, the setup was perfect. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but in the scene where Cyborg is merging, which is the final battle with the mother boxes, he's seeing the future. He's seeing Darkseid essentially win. He's killing the Atlanteans. He's like, you see Superman on his knees holding Lois Lane. If you look in the right hand corner, if you missed it, that's in the Batcave. Because you see that bat suit that Joker wrote on, Jokes on You. You see that in the right hand corner. And then you see the anti-life equation. You see Darkseid taking over Superman's mind. Because as Superman is crying, you see that calm come over him because his mind's being taken over. Um, and, that, and there's obviously no more yellow sun to protect him from the mind control of Darkseid. Um, so you see all these things. And like, even with that, Cyborg knows he has to. Because even during as they're, right before they wake up Superman... Cyborg's like, the mother box is telling me to not do this. And it says, it's irreversible, blah, blah, blah. But he knows he has to. But he's seeing the future. He's seeing Batman's premonition come true. So obviously what's, what they were going to probably try to do, and if this happens, we're, we're going to see essentially Endgame again, um, except with just being the Flash. But I'm assuming you're going to see them go to Apocalypse to try to stop him, which then opens up Earth for destruction and then they have the nightmare sequence and the only way they can get out of the nightmare sequence is by having flash sacrifice his life to go back and tell batman to not let lois lane die and then that's when you have to see her being protected at all cost and they won't go to apocalypse he's gonna come there instead to try to get it because they won't fall for that um but overall this is a good movie i suggest watching i said i said this when i was recording when i thought i was recording if you think Zack Snyder's vision was cool, you're going to love this film. If you already did not like his stuff, you won't like this film, in my opinion. Um, I'm praying and hoping they do another four-part movie to conclude this, because I think it's a hell of a conclusion. The nightmare scene was all what it was built up to be. To me, this made BVS everything but the Martha scene. The Martha scene still makes no sense. I even think uh, Zack Snyder's come out and said, yeah, you guys got me. That was a stupid scene. Um... I think it justifies everything that happened in BVS because now you're seeing everything come together and you're going to see the, the, the temporary win for these guys when it's a big loss because Steppenwolf still won by him connecting the, the mother boxes. That's still a win for him. Darkseid is connected forever to to Earth. You have to just kill him at that point. Um, so anyways, that is your Snyder cut review. Um, this time we actually got to record it. <laughs> um like I said, I suggest watching it. Um, next week will be the episode one Falcon and Winter Soldier review. And we'll do the reviews for Falcon and Winter Soldier from here on out. But I hope you enjoyed the last three episodes. Essentially, three of the last four episodes have been about the Zack Snyder trilogy. Um, mixing in with the Whedon cut. Um, but I give it a 9 out of 10. And I hope you guys enjoy it too. So that's the show for this week. This Wednesday show. Um, you guys have the rest of a great week. And I'll talk to you all later.